The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Lots to talk about. Hopefully you checked out our interview last hour. If not, make sure you go to Rumble, where I put up all my interviews, some longer form stuff. I'll put my monologue from hour one about the election up on Rumble as well tonight. Make sure you go check that out. We do the video shorts on YouTube, youtube.com slash Joe Pags Radio, J-O-E-P-A-G-S-R-A-D-I-O, Joe Pags Radio. And also on Instagram, we do the shorts over there as well at, uh, at Joe Talk Show. We're gaining a lot on both places. So a little over 30,000 on Instagram now. And again, this is a very slow burn. On the other sites, I've got hundreds of thousands. On, uh, on YouTube, it's at 27,000, which is still a pretty good improvement, but I ignored YouTube for what, like two years, right? Carrie, didn't I uh, forget about YouTube for like two years? Something, something like, that. like that. Yeah, it was a while. And again, one of the ones that really took off. Got to see your faces on there. Mm, oh, yeah? Which one? So now I'm just grabbing different uh, different shots of your face throughout the show. No, don't do that. And he just popped them up as thumbnails. <laughs> like once do that, like had the stank face on, and then oh. the one time you had, no. you're picking your nose not at one time. Face. And then, no, I'll not do that. No, so we we have we have you chair dancing from Bon Jovi. It's just completely nothing to do. I'm like talking Yikes. about Trump that I show you a chair dancing as the actual thumbnail. That's okay, um, right? No, and it's not okay actually. No. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. Hmm. I don't know if you have a say to, to be honest. Eight 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 nine four one Pags. Eight 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 nine four one seven two four seven. JoePags.com. We've got uh, K Smythe this hour. Cray News with K. We talk a lot about the homeless problem. Something disgusting was found uh, at a home at a homeless encampment in Phoenix. I don't know if you guys heard about this. It's gross. We'll talk about that, and it's it's horrible, to be honest with you. We'll talk about that, plus we talk about her perspective as an immigrant watching these ridiculous midterm elections, and why exactly did Generation Z, she, she's a millennial, almost Z, but Generation Z appear to go out and vote for Democrats again, I believe against their own interests. We'll talk about that on a Monday. Motown Monday. That is the chocolate voice. How you doing, Carrie? Oh, just fine. Polo making it happen. Sam into his house. Okay. Good music, right, Carrie? Good stuff. Yeah, I love it. Lot to get to, lot to talk about. Turns out. I don't, if this story is true, you can't be white and be a deaf translator. I'm not sure I understand what, that, what that's even all about. I'll be honest with you. But we'll get into that in a second. I, I don't know. I, can I be honest? I don't know how I feel about, about your attitude today, to be honest. Why, what if, if I'm going to be an honest, if I'm going to be, what? I'm just, because I feel as though, I don't know if I should reward your attitude today, to be honest. <laughs> oh, please do. Yes. What do you got? Do I don't. I don't know. I don't know I if I should. Could use a little pick me up, actually. Whatever. Now Joe got email. Oh, Said we really one. love your show. Say hi to Carrie. <laughs> Please say hi to Carrie. Why? Oh. Yes. Oh come on, Joe. No way. What a oh. It wouldn't hurt to be nice. Yeah. To the girl we know. Mm-hmm. Joe, why are you so mean? What was I thinking about? Really? She really makes the show. I like this song. You know, she's been through a lot. This is Mark's Kiss and Carrie's ass song. <laughs> All the years with you. <laughs> I'm so true. All right. 
Joe, we're both kind of guilty. Not me. Like the songs we do. I like his impersonation of me through the whole song. Let's make today special. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Like a brand new dawn. Joe, you got to know the truth. She's the reason that you're on. Oh, shut Let's up. be nice <laughs> to oh, Carrie shut up. Day. Be nice Come to Carrie Joe, Day. Now what you <laughs> say. I think you've known right from the start. Huh? Without Carrie, you would fall apart. On you your get ass, oh. you could make it like a holiday. Perfect yeah. She's gonna take off anyway. Right. I, might. I better watch now what I say. It's say hi to Carrie Day. Good song. Joe, be cool now. What you say? I'd fall without you. <laughs> Flat on your ass. Wow. wow. Say wow. hi to Carrie Day. Hi. Say hi to Carrie Day. Hi, yo. Come on, Joe. Say hi to Carrie for us. They really like you, Carrie. More than you. Yeah, he's going to have to <laughs> wash his nose. I'll be honest with you. What a, what a, what a okay. kiss up. What a kiss up. <laughs> All right, there you go. Good Marky stuff. Mark with his say hi to Carrie Day. <laughs> so dumb. There was a perfect so part dumb. in there where he said part or heart. He could have totally gone there. No, and he didn't. but he did not. I'm thankful for that. Thank you, Mark. And normally he'll do one like three quarters is it carries great. Then the end, it's like, shut up. Pack yeah, I know. Or something. And it didn't happen that time. I don't, I don't time. like those. I was yeah. waiting for it. Uh, this is a good one. This was a good one. <sighs> Yeah. Whatever. Thank you. Uh, 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. we got a lot going on. So um, I'm confused by who's allowed to and who's not allowed to do things anymore. I was watching, uh, my wife said I should watch the opening of Saturday Night Live. I don't watch Saturday Night Live uh, anymore. I haven't for a, for a long time. Uh, somebody just said in the chat room, I got owned. Hey, dummy, it's my show. I played the song. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, I love you like yeah, a brother, but I mean, I literally I played this song myself. I mean, it was a, Carrie's like, I'm just going to hijack the show. <laughs> um, so um, I don't watch it anymore, but I had to watch it because oh, I guess Dave they Chappelle. parodied. Oh. Well Dave, no, well, Dave Chappelle was the opening monologue and he was the host. And what he said about Trump and stuff was very interesting. But um, the opening skit was about Fox and Friends. And the woman who, and I don't like, you know, they were making fun of Carrie Lake, but she sounds just like Carrie Lake in that. And I've, I've had Carrie on a million times. I know exactly what she sounds like. She sounded just like her, which I found to be kind of incredible. Um, but, but no, the, the, whole, uh, the whole skit was like Fox and Friends, right? Mm-hmm. And to play Brian Kilmeade, who appears to be like a, I think he's Irish. They had either an Asian or an Hispanic guy. I think he's Asian. And it didn't bother me. I noticed it because of the climate in which we live. You've got like, you have to be the perfect, you know, ancestry to do this. You can't be that yeah. ancestry to do that. You have all these complaints, you know, from people saying, well, that person is too white. Can't play this person. Let's redo Annie and make it a black girl. I mean, you've got all this, this climate of, of social change and ancestry. Yet that was fine to make fun of somebody who's uh, assumed to be conservative and Brian Kilmeade, when at the same time, You've got um, stuff like this going on. What is what is it? Because I this almost sounds like it's fake. This is a real story. It isn't. It, yeah, it is a real story. This is from Blaze. An actor and comedian was removed from his role as sign language interpreter in Broadway's production of The Lion King 
because he is white, according to a discrimination lawsuit filed last Tuesday. Keith Wan, 53, has claimed that back in late March, he was hired to work as an ASL interpreter on The Lion King, an impressive gig on one of the longest-running shows in Broadway history. The job would have also paid him $1,000 per performance. However, a few days later, Wan and another interpreter were reportedly asked to back out of interpreting the show after officials with the nonprofit Theater Development Fund, which arranges for ASL interpreters to work on Broadway, determined it was no longer appropriate to have white interpreters sign on behalf of black characters. And the organization wanted black interpreters to assume the roles instead. According to emails included in the lawsuit, one was told by Lisa Carling, the director of Theater Development Fund's accessibility programs, he was no longer welcome on the show. With great embarrassment and apologies, Carling supposedly wrote to Juan and fellow interpreter Christina Mosley, I'm asking you both to please back out of interpreting the show for us on Sunday, April 24th. I don't see any other way out of this. It seems like the best solution, Carling claimed. And Carling asserted she was making the request on behalf of Shelley Guy, the director of ASL for The Lion King, who allegedly wrote Carling. The majority of the characters of The Lion King are black actors, and the content takes place in Africa. Keith Wan, though an amazing ASL performer, is not a black person and therefore should not be representing Lion King. Guy argued in an email dated April the 1st, according to the New York Post. You kidding me, right? I am not. So, how far down the rabbit hole do we want to go? Way down. If you can't, uh, I guess ASL is American Sign Language. I'm uh, guessing yes. that's what that means. I'm assuming, yeah. ASL gets the request for two people to do sign language at a Broadway show. They show up and they're white, yet do a good job. Their race in this country is not allowed to matter. Their ancestry in this country is not allowed to matter. So they go and they do the job and they're told we need to have black sign language artists signing for black actors. Now, I've seen many officials that have somebody doing sign language. I've seen plenty of white officials with all sorts of ancestral backgrounds, sign language people, never once thought to myself, holy crap, I can't read the sign language. It's the wrong race. You know what I mean? I've never, I've never said that. Yeah. And nobody who's deaf has ever said that. Yet, for some reason, the optics of it, they think this is okay. This is not dissimilar from saying, well, you can't go to that hotel because only whites are allowed, not coloreds or colored only water fountain, not whites. That's against the law. In fact, the 1964 Civil Rights Act said you can't do that. This place, I'm assuming, is showing a performance of The Lion King and they're offering public accommodation. I don't care if it's privately owned. If you're opening public accommodation saying, hey, come and buy a ticket and watch this show. You are now required by the the 1964 Civil Rights Act to not stop somebody from working there nor going and enjoying the show, reliant on their race. Ancestral background, of course, is creed and religion and all this other stuff in there too. So they can't literally do this. This this person's going to win. But why are we here in this society, in a place where somehow – the person signing for the actor needs to be the same race as the actor. Does he or she also have to be the same gender? Does the person have to be from the same specific part? If you if you search their ancestry back to a certain area of Africa, can they be can they be from Egypt, which is more Arab 
Or do they have to be from Ghana originally if you go back through their family, family lineage? How stupid does it get? How dumb is it? So if I go and watch the Jersey Boys and there's somebody who is signing for one of the Italian actors, does the person have to be Italian? Or if somebody shows up and they're black or Asian or American Indian and they want to sign, can I tell them, go home, you're not Italian? Carrie, would that fly, do you think? That would not, absolutely not fly. Nope. Stupid! Oh, I even cracked it. It was so stupid. Dude, yeah. Let me that again. Hold on, hold on. That was bad. Stupid! Oh, no, I can't even do the stupid now. I am so unhappy with this whole story. I can't even do the stupid. Stupid! Something like that. Either way, at the end of the day, what you have is a situation where we're going in reverse. We're seeing certain factions of our society attempting to resegregate after people died desegregating. You see people trying to bring back the separation between the North and the South, even though 600,000 people died getting rid of the separation between North and South. We're trying to make this the freest, the most equal opportunity, the most meritocracy-based society on the planet, yet we are, and not we, there are factions in our society that are basing everything on race and they're getting away with it because they are of the right race in this day and age. Well, again, as I said last hour, I can add some more people to kissing my ass. This person's going to win his suit. It never should have gotten there. Because when I used to play in jazz bands, I would be, I would be hired from the time I was 16 years old in Palm Beach and, and, and I would work all over the place for 100 bucks an hour. And I'd be playing music from, the, from Motown, which was all black artists. Could I not play my saxophone in that song? Or I was playing uh, you know, some jazz uh, band that was uh, Count Basie orchestration. Could I not play in that one because Count Basie was black? Could I not play a lick that I heard Charlie Parker, the saxophone player from the 50s and 40s? Could I not play something that he played because he was black and I'm white? This is how stupid this is. And I, I want it to stop. I'm glad he's suing. I hope that we find out that he wins big time. And then I hope that we find out that people can stop this race baiting crap and stop the racism against certain people. And and somehow we're calling it revenge or righteous, you know, um, I don't know, payback or something. It's very, very strange. Your thoughts about this. I would love, and Carrie, it's not going to happen, but -hmm. I would love for anybody to call me right now and tell me why I'm wrong about this. I would love that. I would love that too. Yeah. Because I want to hear the argument. Yeah. Can you imagine? And thank God I'm not deaf, and I feel for anybody who is. Can you imagine the deaf person going, listen, I just don't understand. The guy's white. No. (laughs) Of course not. It's (laughs) It's so stupid. It's crazy, right? It's a crazy story, but it's real. I I, I thought it was fake. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Your thoughts when we come back. Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Just getting this from Monica in the newsroom. 100,000 left to count in Arizona, according to uh, to officials there. They're saying they're going to drop um, about 90,000 of them in a half hour. And Carrie Lake is trailing by 29,000. So that's interesting. And again, 
the day of voting in Arizona was alleged to be for Republicans. The early voting was massively for Democrats. So it really depends on how many people showed up. But again, I'm hearing from people in Arizona um, that they're checking to see if their vote was counted in Arizona. Not not who they voted for, just did do the rolls say they voted? And the answer so far is no. And that's a problem. So if you're in Arizona or, or Nevada, these states that have these online systems where you can go and make sure that your vote was counted, go and make sure that your vote was counted. If it wasn't, get a hold of the county immediately and find out why. But with 90,000 votes to be counted, um, and she's down by 29,000, the difference there would be 61,000. Um, now, I'm trying to figure out, she's down, right, so she'd have to be, this, it would be 61, if she had all 90,000, she'd be up by 61,000. But 90,000, let's just say it's 100,000 votes left, she would probably have to get, well, certainly the majority of what's left. You couldn't go 50-50 because you're going to lose. She would have to get 50-50 plus 29,000 or plus 29,001. So this is going to be tight, man. It's going to be really tight. I can't work that in my head that fast, but I would assume she would need 75 to 80, 80% of the remaining votes for Carrie Lake to win. And again, I still feel good like she can, and hopefully she will. And if she does, Arizona, she's going to fix your, your, your ridiculous backward election laws in that state. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Go to Stamps.com. The holiday season is here. You're doing online business all year long. You know you're going to make a, a good lion's share of your money during this holiday season. Make sure that you're doing it right. It's not too late to get your holiday mailing and shipping under control with Stamps.com. Sign up right now. You're going to be printing your own postage in minutes. Um, Stamps.com is your one-stop shop for all of your shipping and mailing needs for more than 20 years. Stamps.com has been an indispensable partner for over a million businesses. Get access to USPS and UPS services you need to run your business right from your computer. No lines, no traffic, no hassles. In fact, it's a stress-free solution for every small business. If you're running an online store, Stamps.com works seamlessly with all the major shopping carts and marketplaces. They make it easy for you and for your customers. So right now, this holiday season, trade late nights in for silent nights and get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code PAGS for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, a free digital scale, no long-term commitments or contracts. Go to Stamps.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the page. Put in my name, PAGS, stamps.com. Use code P-A-G-S and use it right now. Let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. going to be line one and Kevin in Las Vegas. Come on, Kevin. Yeah, if the um, ASL actors are speaking with their hands, why don't they just wear gloves to match the actor? Not bad, not bad. All right, appreciate that. Don, Kansas City, let's go fast. Okay, well, I'm just calling because uh, I, I thought about it, and in the Broadway musical Hamilton, the lead actor uh, was an African-American who was portraying uh, one of our founding fathers, which, if you did a good job, I don't have a problem with it, but in my mind, it adds to the double standard. You know, you've got a black actor playing a, a white person, and then they br- uh, bring this idea here about the ASL people not being able to do the, the show because they're white. Yes, no, it's a great point because not only that, the lead actor actually is Hispanic. Um, I think the guy's name is Miranda, isn't it, uh, Carrie? I, I believe. Yeah, Lynn Manuel uh, Miranda. Right, Miranda. Lynn, I, yeah. I believe that's what his name is. Yeah, so he's the lead, and I believe the guy playing George Washington was a black guy. I watched it, did not care. It didn't bother me as Whitey over here, um, I, but I just enjoyed the message that was being portrayed, and there were no complaints. Yet if you if you complain about that, you're racist. All right, 
But if you complain the other way with the ASL guy, suddenly you're somehow, um, you don't understand and you're not up with the social justice warriors. All right, keep it here. Case Smythe, when we come back, stay here. You're listening to Joe Pags. 